Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always on this festive edition is Tim. Mm. Oh, fa la 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 What can we say other than Christmas time is here again? La 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 Yes, it is once again December, which means we have got Christmas horror movies planned until, of course, Christmas itself. And we have some fun ones, hopefully. But because there's a new Black Christmas coming out... In a couple of weeks' time, or one week's time, I don't know. We're recording this a little bit early, so I don't know what the exact time frame is yet. But um, we need to go back and fill in the blank because we did the original Black Christmas uh, a few years ago uh, on December something, and we had never got around to doing the 2006 remake, which is what we're going to talk about today. So, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, so as I'm starting the show, let me thank uh, Tyler Hess, uh, our Patreon sponsor. Uh, so thank you to him. Um, so we'll start spoiler-free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers. And uh, we'll go from there. So uh, what, like the original, uh, Black Christmas 2006 is set in a sorority house. And we have a bunch of, you know, 20-year-old-ish uh, uh, ladies as the main characters. Um, unlike the original, though, it's all set kind of in one night, and there's kind of a more of a typical sort of slasher body count kind of mounting throughout the night, as opposed to the original. Uh, the phone calls from the original, where you know the killer would call in and leave obscene messages, um, those are kind of there, but they're a little bit different um, compared to the original. Uh, you know, they're not quite. I don't. They're not quite as like straight-up harassment in this one. They're, they're more just, like, sure. leaving weird messages for the, the killer's own sake. Mm. <laughs> Does yeah. that make sense? Uh, so, that's going on. Murders are happening, and <laughs> the characters are sort of eventually realizing that bad stuff's happening, and, you know, there's some flashbacks to stuff, and uh, we'll talk about all that glorious stuff. Uh, mostly in spoilers, I imagine, because it's, it's all spoiler territory, but... Um, so, uh, Tim... Uh, had you seen this before? Actually, before I, before I asked the main question, was this the first? I, no, I, I had seen it before. I, I think I only saw it once, like when it first came out. Um, it's I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I just rented it uh, when it was on DVD. But I, at the time, I, I kind of remembered, you know, not thinking it was you know that bad. And then, <laughs> yeah, I rewatched it yesterday and. Uh, I gotta say, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. I like I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good movie, but I actually did have a lot of fun with this. Uh, it, it sure ain't the uh, the original, you know, by a a very wide margin. Uh, like you said, they had the phone call, like all the all the stuff that harkens back to the original feels very um, uh, surface level. Like it's like, yeah, we're gonna have phone calls and. Uh, and that sort of thing, uh, but it it does feel very different, uh, and you know it, it it feels like they're trying to build more of a mythology, uh, you know, with like uh, the character and stuff. And I, I wouldn't say it's a good movie, but I think it's actually a pretty fun like little B movie. <laughs> I was like surprised by like uh, and it, and super like messed up like the like i was actually surprised by like a lot of the kills and the gore in it i was like oh wow this isn't like a you know pg-13 um 
you know, kind of typical teen slasher movie that I feel like we're getting a lot of at the time. I was like, oh, this is like really gory and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> where do I begin? Uh, this movie's trash. It's, <laughs> it feels like trash. It plays like trash. Uh, it, the whole thing is trash. Uh, a number of reasons. I I was actually mildly hopeful that I was going to get what you just described, which was a fun B movie that just happened. You know, set in Christmas, there's a killer going around. They're all in a house in one night. You know, I love a good bottle movie. I love a one night sure. horror setting. I love it. And yeah. <laughs> this movie is a goddamn mess. The direction is like so over the top. There's so many Dutch angles. There's so many of these weird extreme close-ups, and also a See, lot, a lot of high-angle shots looking down, which is very convenient in a movie like this, where you've got all these young, attractive actresses, all these angle shots where you can clearly see down all the cleavages. Very, 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 very convenient. That that's just happens to be a, a side effect of the the artistic merit of these high angle shots looking down at them. Continue, Tim. <laughs> oh no, I actually kind of liked uh, the cleavage. Like, I like the I, cleavage, yes. No, 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 no. Come on. I, you don't like cleavage. A, <laughs> what have you got against I, cleavage? I abhor it. Cleavage is fine. Have as much as you want. I don't care. Uh, It's it's, it's something I clearly wasn't noticing as much as you, though. But I... uh... (laughs) No, I actually think, like, there was, like, some interesting, like, uh, direction in this. I thought it was, like, at least, you know, whether or not it's successful, I think it was at least trying to be more stylistic than, like, you know, other movies. Uh, And I, I liked the... It's a pretty simple thing, but like I like the way it looked like with the colors. Like there's a lot of constant like you know red and green glowing lights, which like felt very Christmassy. And it's it's a small simple thing to do, but I actually thought that was kind of cool and actually you know made it a little more interesting to look at versus like other stuff that just feels a little bit more generic. Uh, I will agree with you at least plot wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie is kind of a mess. Like, oh boy, it goes into it goes places, different places than I was not expecting. But again, like in terms of like you know a B list kind of cheesy movie, I kind of like that it is so crazy. <laughs> all right, can I just can I just first of all rewind for a second here? Your first compliment for this film that I just heard was that the Christmas film set at Christmas happens to have <laughs> Christmas things in the background. That was your first first uh compliment there to the film but but you know what i mean like a lot of the times it kind of influences like the lighting and stuff like there's a lot of like you know green and red like tinted scenes uh like that i I thought like looked cool i don't know at least at least it put me in the christmas mood (laughs) this movie's terrible i like the the kills are mostly garbage and like it does... Oh, I I disagree. I think the kills are oh. like so fun. <laughs> no, they're, they're so fast, and you don't have a t- you don't, you don't have a chance to take any of them in. Like the first kill in the movie is just oh, what just happened. There was a kill. What? <laughs> Let me process it for a minute. Movie. God damn it. Like and like it it did eventually get more violent and gruesome. But there was a for the first few kills, I was actually thinking to myself that this isn't PG thirteen because there's too many f bombs. But it might as well be because the kills are operating under the PG thirteen kind of aesthetic. Now, admittedly, that changed as the movie went on, and there was some like eyeball stuff that was like, okay, right, it's getting a bit more, yeah. bit more gruesome now. Whatever, fine. Um, I didn't like it was shot. I, I didn't think the pacing was there. I I thought the pacing was all wrong for any type of suspense. Uh, the characters were all two-dimensional and annoying. I can barely 
I can barely tell you how each of them died individually. They were all so just... And this is when I know, like, three of the actresses from various things. I mean, <laughs> Katie Cassidy from Arrow was in this. Black Canary, she's, like, the main girl. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who everyone knows and loves, she's in here as well. This is when she was still playing, you know, college-age people. Um, and then we have uh, Michelle Trasenberg, um, who, you know, I kept thinking to myself, what, you know, what was she in? What was she in? And then... <laughs> It dawned on me. Oh. <laughs> she was go. in the head television show, but for the Vampire Slayer. That's right, season five. That was quality. Which is uh, what I'm currently on. Yeah, and six and seven. Oh, almost almost but, to the end. Yeah. Yeah, season five is really good. Season five may be the best season. It's close. Interesting. Okay. Season five, see, seasons two, three, and five are your three seasons that you're, you're, you're fighting for best. But see, well, I mean, my problem with season five is that I don't really like Glory that much. Like, there's really? de- there's good episodes in season five. Uh, I think, you know, that's when, you know, Spike is really coming into his own. Uh, sure. But, and, and, and you know, I, I'm not like, uh, I, I don't hate Donna. I think like a lot of people are like, oh, whatever. Like, eh, she's fine. But I don't know. I don't, I don't like the big bad of season five. I think that's my big complaint. That's, I mean, I like the Big Bad in season five, but as we've clearly established with this movie, your taste is not to be trusted. Um, <laughs> so, I, I I just, I didn't like how it was shot. I thought the editing was all over the place when the, the kills were happening. It just, it took me out of it. I thought the tone of the movie was kind of weird. Like, I felt like sometimes it wanted to be more of a horror comedy, but the way it would, like, have, like, a like a, a sting in the music or uh, there's, a, there's a scene where they think someone might be dead, but then, like, they walk in, like, she's just, like, lying there snoring. And it just and the music as well made it feel like a sort of comedy beat, and I was like, "This just feels weird." It feels like it wants to be like this light-hearted horror movie, and I don't, I don't think it really calls for light-hearted, given what the backstory is. Which, by the way, the original Black Christmas, the whole thing with <laughs> Billy the Killer is that you never even see him, you never know where he's from or who he is. He's complete mystery, and it adds to kind of the creepiness of the movie. This movie, there's a series of flashbacks detailing <laughs> every single step of his childhood and life, and that life is over the top as shit. I don't know. I, I, again, though, I like that because I, I think it did. Uh, it was pretty funny. I, I don't know how serious this movie is taking it. Like, I really didn't feel like uh, it ever was that. And then, if it was like being overly dramatic or something, it was kind of. At least to me, it seemed pretty funny. I was laughing a lot during this. <laughs> uh, I was not doing a lot of laughing. I was mostly just kind of bored. Uh, and I thought it got worse as it went. Oh, I I, I mean, I, I can see if you don't like it. I think bored, then that's kind of crazy because there's so much like <laughs> weird, crazy shit going on. I definitely never found it boring at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Tim. <laughs> it's trash. It's it's, it's, it's it's 90 minutes of endless trash. Yeah, but what's so bad about trash? Sometimes trash is fun. Sometimes you want a little trash. Especially, I think, with Christmas movies, the trashier they are, the funnier they are. I don't know. I, I don't feel the charm in this one. It feels, it feels like a really mid-2000s remake of a horror movie. <laughs> you know? It has that feeling to it. Where we're going to give all this backstory to the to the killer just because we want to fill it with backstory. Like I don't know, it's just the whole thing was. I just, well, uh, I, I mean, I think the difference between something like uh, Halloween or Texas, um, you know, franchises like that, where you have a, a much more of 
you know, a connection or, or whatever to the killer of the franchise uh, with Black Christmas. I, again, definitely a great movie, but like, you know, it's, it's just one movie. Uh, you know, I, I like it, but I, I don't necessarily have like a, a deep emotional connection to it. So, um, you know, seeing something like this, I, you know, and, and again, like this is also one movie. It's not like this uh became a franchise and overpowered the original then that might be kind of weird uh you know but just seeing as like this kind of one and done thing and like all the crazy choices i make like it's uh i don't know i i have more fun with it than like something versus like a um you, you know the texas reboot or nightmare reboot or something like that or uh, certainly better than the uh the halloween remake Remake? Reboot? Oh, re- Reboot, remake, whatever. Rob Zombie? Are we talking Rob Zombie or 2018? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, Rob no, Zombie. No, 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 Rob Zombie. Right, Rob okay. Zombie. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's better than that. But I mean, no, 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 yeah. the whole bar, Tim. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I just, like, I'm honestly mad at it for ruining This is not like Halloween from Rob Zombie where I'm like, oh my God, you ruined everything. I mean, I did kind of roll my eyes when I was like, oh wait, we're getting like flashbacks, right? It wasn't so much that we were getting flashbacks. It's 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 (laughs) how terrible the flashbacks are, how overacted they are, how they almost feel like really bad Twilight Zone episodes, the flashbacks to me. Um, And it really took me out of it. And I don't know, the kills are still that interesting. I wasn't even having fun with the slashery parts. Uh, I don't know. I I, I disagree with you there. I, I thought they were fun. All right. Well, let's give the spoiler warning. Full spoilers <laughs> for uh, Black Christmas 2006. I'll take this opportunity to thank our Patreon producers uh, for the month of... Well, this, this is technically November's list because I can't predict the future and know, know who's still here in December. But uh, <laughs> So, uh, as of November, uh, thank you to David Short, Alison M. Fordis, sorry, Fordice, I was corrected recently on a stream, and I'm trying to make sure it's, I'm, I've said it properly. Alison Fordyce, <laughs> uh, Cindy Palacios, Tyler Hess, and Talking Superman, thank you to you guys. Uh, you. Patreon producers are, are $20 and up patrons. Um, you can do that, of course, yourself, but you don't have to. You can support us for as little as $1 per month over at patreon.com slash TV, and every month you'll get an exclusive extra episode of Streams After Midnight. You actually get some, a few exclusives from other shows we do as well, but if you're a Streams fan specifically, that $1 will get you one bonus exclusive episode, uh, and there's a whole back catalogue of them now that you'll have access to, and yeah, so do that. And this month it will be a Christmas movie, so... I mean, it's like, listen, if you've been bad all year and you need to score some last minute points with Santa, why not do a good deed and just throw a, you know, throw just one shilling our way. And that's, uh, that's all we ask for. <laughs> You're making me think of the scene in this where the Santa's at the hospital and he's walking past and the nurse is like, <laughs> oh, if I sit in your lap, Santa, will I get what I want? <laughs> I think, uh... It, it is it is so funny. Uh, yeah, I was watching this um, with my wife, of course, and uh, yeah, I, I think I, I said something like, uh, I, was, "I was like, who like who just like flirts like that?" And then you know, my wife was like, "Well, who flirts like that with Santa? Like, come on, like it's like it's not even like a like hunky buff Santa. It's like a it just seems like this really like schlubby like froppy kind of Santa with this like." weirdly hot nurse for uh an insane asylum I, I like the idea that one day tim is going to like shock us and when he says i was watching this with instead of saying my wife he'll just say <laughs> i don't know my mistress and i'm like tim you really want to say that on the show <laughs> <laughs> nah, my wife doesn't listen to the show she won't <laughs> find out <laughs> uh, all right 
prove it. We get it for Christmas. If you feel that confident, <laughs> spill a secret. I mean, we're too far out. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about it enough. Um, That's fair. But, I mean, also she could hear me in the other room too, so I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. Uh, <clears throat> I think the big question is, what are you gonna get me for Christmas? I think. Oh, I've got something in mind, Tim. <laughs> I've got something in mind. <laughs> I'm going to, I am going to purchase a signed copy of Goatman Midnight Delivery <gasps> and then I am going to sign it myself and send it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you can have a, a complete scream set of signatures <laughs> on your Goatman. Uh, I mean, I, w- I would never deign that uh, for a Goatman, but if we do ever release a Screams comic book, that would be uh, something that we could do. That would be pretty funny, uh, actually, yeah. So, someone let us know if that would be something you're interested in. I don't know what the hell it would be. <laughs> if it would be like us <laughs> reviewing a movie in comic book form. Uh, is anyone interested in that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, dear. Um, I've... <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I feel like a more palpable uh, career plan might be like commentary tracks or something like that, or uh, sure. you know, something that's kind of similar to what we do. Like we can sign the DVD of the commentary track. I just don't think. Uh, I just think you don't want to see how I would draw you. I really don't. I really don't. Have you ever drawn yourself? Uh, I actually did in one issue of uh, Goatman, and it's not good. You gave yourself a cameo? <laughs> you egotistical maniac. Actually, uh, twice, and, and I think in issue uh, five and issue 11. <laughs> it makes sense for the story. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Is it good to get meta? Does it get all Stephen King Dark Tower on us? Maybe. I mean, no one. I mean, come on! And everyone loves it when Grant Morrison does it, but Tim Bargulish can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh uh, yeah! Oh jeez! Okay, I'm going to take a drink here. <laughs> like, like, uh, I mean, I don't even know. I'm some weird medical condition. Well, I have to drink. To drink. Yes, it's a medical condition. It's called needing H two O to survive. Uh, it's pretty common in time. Most people have it. <laughs> I love how he took a drink of his own water like a second after he made that joke. Um, so <laughs> the, the movie. Let's talk about the flashbacks. The flashbacks are what sure. we talk about first and spoilers. So we get like the birth of Billy, of baby yeah. Billy. Um, <laughs> baby Billy. <laughs> I kept saying that too. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the Rachel Gemstones, baby yeah. Billy. Uh, I've got that song from Richard Jensen stuck in my head. Misbehaving. Um, so, and he's yellow. Uh, he's got a condition, which is a real condition, I, I'm sure, uh, where your skin kind of turns like a proper yellow color. But um, he's like properly bastard. Yeah, he's properly caked out in like yellow makeup, and like the whole idea is that his mother hates him because he's not the perfect child that she wanted and she dreamed of for years and i, I am interested if, if this came out before sin city or after because that it feels after. like since sin, sin, sin city thing it's one year it's one year after since it was okay. 2005 <laughs> i believe uh so 
uh, th- then he's kind of like treated like a little shit. Uh, his mother doesn't even get him presents. His dad does sneak him a Christmas <laughs> present, but that night, unfortunately, his mother and her lover uh, sneak in and kill their dad with via suffocation. Kind of like how Billy's going to end up killing people. Yeah, and hey. yeah, that that'd make me not like Christmas too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, well, I guess he loves Christmas actually. So. I think that was the end of the first flashback. The second flashback, those where he gets really so so because he witnessed the murder, they 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 just keep Billy in the attic, which sets up why he's always in the attic. Because there's got to be a reason why he's always in the attic. It, it can't it, it can't be just a mystery or anything like that. Um, and we get a scene where she the mom's trying to conceive with her lover, you know, with the the new husband or whatever you want to call him. Um, and he just kind of falls asleep mid-sex and this would be like whatever on its own but she sort of sighs and goes again every damn time yeah. and I'm like what this isn't like like I, I, when I looked at Wikipedia it, it described him as impotent and I was like I don't know I would describe this as narcolepsy not impotent <laughs> like falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of sex so this, she then gets this idea she goes up to the attic where, where her son is where, where baby Billy is who's now like 12 or something like that and you don't see any of it, but it is it applies as the scene ends that she's going to rape him so she can conceive. <laughs> and then when we get to the next flashback, we find out that this was successful and that she has a has a daughter called Agnes, which is both Billy's sister and daughter. Because that's what you did. So you you like this shenanigans time. You liked all this part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like is like a weird way to describe it, but like, you are so into I mean, it. You loved it. I think if you're gonna have like a like a funny, trashy B movie, I say why not go all out? And yeah, the idea that we're having two characters and they're like inbred incest, like I uh again it's it's not like i was like yeah this is cool but i was like wow this movie is like so wild and going for it that i'm entertained by it uh-huh, uh-huh. uh there's also scenes early on uh, an insane asylum uh where the guard kind of describes billy to like you know the santa or whoever who's walking around yeah and it says something he's still it says something and we get like a couple of scenes where he's breaking out that the Santa who flushed with the nurse gets killed um, and he escapes in his Santa suit but uh, there's already there's, there's already a couple of murders that have happened so one of two things are going on either it was you know set before the rest of the movie these, these scenes in the asylum which is kind of weird because it didn't really indicate that um, or the obvious thing which the movie tries to play off as a twist later is that Agnes <laughs> the uh, sister slash daughter is the actual killer in the house and there's two killers they're, they're both crazy killers well, I mean, you say obvious, but it's not like we even knew that Agnes existed until, like, later on. I think once you find that out, then it's oh, kind of sure. like, oh, okay. okay. I'll, yeah. I'll rephrase. As soon as the baby happens in the flashback, so like, okay, well, that's the killer in the house. <laughs> that's who it is. Uh, especially since we see, like, that Billy has short hair in one moment, and then in the house we see whoever's killing everyone's got long hair. It's like, okay, right? It's it's, <laughs> it's Agnes. It's the sister. Okay. There's two killers in this one. Whoop did we can do? <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I actually think I'm going to have a hard time like going through the rest of it because a lot of it just blurs together. Is is so much of the first half of this movie is like the same three characters sitting around the uh, like the, the the fireplace just complaining about things. There's the the it girl who I think the actress is from Mean Girls, 
and she's yeah, like yeah. you know doing whatever there's one is just getting drunk uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead just looks worried about everything like she's worried that they've, they've got pagan things up because that's weird and it's like well no a lot of Christmas stuff is pagan actually it's whatever yeah she she's like a weird wet blanket the the yeah it's basically it kind of feels like there's two movies which is like the all this stuff with like the the sorority house and it almost feels like they're trying to solve like a mystery or something like you know they're constantly like finding something out or getting a cell phone or hearing a noise and then like going off and exploring almost like a scooby-doo thing like like oh like we'll go explore this and then oh this new character pops up and then we find this out or whatever and that stuff i, I didn't really find as uh, entertaining yeah speaking of um, scooby-doo there's a lot of shots where like everyone because there's also the older woman who's like the den mother of the house yeah um there's a lot of shots where like everyone in the room will all look up because they hear a noise at the same time and it's very scooby-doo so they're all like <laughs> and the camera will be having a dutch angle looking down at them all it's uh, no. uh yeah but like you said i feel like they try to give um some personality to the characters but there's like a lot of characters that is kind of like hard to follow like uh, they have nothing like katie cassidy's thing you know laurel from arrow who's like the main girl she she's got a boyfriend who in the second scene we meet him in we f- we find out that he was having an affair with like the second victim who's already dead at this point because the, the first victim's in the opening scene and it's just killed out of nowhere really quickly and it just felt like a waste of a kill scene the second one is the one who was having an affair with him and has footage of the affair on the laptop although actually he claims later on that it wasn't an affair it was before he started dating laurel he never really proves or disproves that it doesn't really matter who gives a shit <laughs> it it uh, but this girl uh, who was uh, with the laptop she gets upstairs to the attic and she also dies and i think she's the first one where we get some eye popping the, the killer's like popping yeah. the eyes out and it's okay whatever the uh, eyes thing are so weird <laughs> I, I still don't really necessarily understand why uh what the deal with the eyes are <laughs> uh there's a middle-aged woman who should well the eyes i think is because it's a sister who lost an eye so there's a lot of but eye he, popping out themes but it was because things. he he was the one that like took out her eye though right because he attacked her yes so so it's like well what like precipitated that yeah i, mean, I, oh, I, I guess you're yeah. saying agatha when she kills takes out the eyes because that's what was done to her agnes uh agnes, but uh, that is true i mean it's, it's not really clear if they're in cahoots necessarily like they're, they're working kind of independently uh but the flashbacks we forgot to mention the end with him killing his parents or the, his mother yeah. and the, the the boyfriend or whoever uh uh pretty violently <laughs> Uh, which is, was in this house. That, that's the thing. This, this sorority house used to be his house as a kid. Which, yeah, I don't yeah. know about anyone else, but I'd feel weird moving into a place where a, ki- a kid murdered his parents. Like, I don't know. It feels a oh, bit of a sure. morbid place to move into. Yeah. Um, the only other really plot stuff that happens with the characters outside of them wondering where some of the characters have disappeared to. Like, they set up this kind of weird nerdy girl who, like, gives... Uh, I think it's uh, Winstead gets like a, the unicorn, which is the one thing yeah. they brought back from the original movie because it was a unicorn sta- uh, like ornament in that. Um, like I felt like they were saying, I, I thought there was going to be a twist where she was related to the killer because she was acting so weird. But no, we never yeah. see her again. We just find her the decapitated head later on, and it's like okay, fair enough, she's just dead. Uh, yeah. But there's like an older sister character who shows up. The first victim's older sister shows up, and she's like, you know, good 
12 or so years older she's you know in her like 30s maybe even approaching 40 and she's like wanting to find her sister and what i thought was really weird is that even once they realize there's people dying uh, she says something like oh we're not leaving until you know I'm, i've convinced my sister's you know alive or dead uh, and when someone says okay we're going to go up to the attic and like see if anyone's there because we hear people if we confirm they're dead we're going to turn right around and just leave right and she's like yeah sure and I'm like, yeah, sure. Where's the emotion? Where, where's the worry that your sister's dead? I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. None of it played for me, well, Tim. None of it played for me. The uh, and that now they all do have cell phones in this, like, the, you know, they're older, early type cell phones and stuff. But at any point, does anyone try to call nine one one? Yeah, a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, so. if at one point, uh, Katie Cassidy gets through. And they're like, yeah, it'll be two hours, like a tree fell down and the snow's bad. Oh, okay. uh, that was a couple of times, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I don't know, like, I, I must have missed it or not paid attention. So, cause, yeah, I kept wondering, like, yeah, why are they all, like, exploring and doing all this stuff by themselves? Like, why not, like, wait for, you know, the cops to come? On this subject, I do think it's um, kind of weird how much things have changed since 2006. This is 13 years ago, which both feels like a long time and no time at all. Um but it's kind of weird just like there's no smartphones yet i'm like oh yeah it was another yeah. couple of years before they started filtering in and even then it was probably 2010 2011 before everyone had one um, yeah those phones like they yeah like uh they they feel pretty ancient although like at the time you probably would have been like whoa like this is awesome but yeah looking back now it's like geez look at that yeah look look at this thing uh yeah. I remember, like at one point she like texts someone and it's just like 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 uh like three like lines it's like like some like are you at symbol and then like question mark fact, or whatever do you, do you know what made me feel really uh weird in a dated way it was uh the the, the footage of the like the sex tape that the the, the the girl claire had of the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, kate cassidy's boyfriend um yeah. the media player for that looked like windows media player from like the mid-2000s <laughs> and it just it, i felt like old i was like oh my god i've not seen that in ages oh uh and yeah, we we kind of skipped over it, but one like uh, kill that I thought was pretty cool uh, was I think yeah in the last flashback when he's killing his parents and like um, he it, it, he makes like uh, like Christmas cookies out of like his mom's body, which like I actually thought that was like pretty cool. Like you know, he takes a robe off or whatever and has like the angel cookie cutter and is taking like pieces of flesh out and like oh it was like <laughs> very gross, but like you know as a uh you know for like a cheesy christmas horror movie like that's the kind of shit <laughs> that i like seeing i mean in a vacuum sure um but at this point <laughs> in the movie it kind of lost me all these flashbacks were shit and then the the characters like see if you're giving me likable characters just creeping about a house as a killer on the loose it'd basically be a long version of that Twilight, uh, tales from the crypt episode uh you know the the all through the house like yeah, give me a feature length version of that with a bunch of sorority girls that are likable enough. I could get into that. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't think they're very likable, though. They barely have characters. It's... Yeah, no, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you on, on that part. There isn't really much that stands out about them. Like, um, yeah, I guess, like, uh, like Dawn seems kind of nice because she's helping out the drunk girl or whatever. And uh, I guess the, you know, the main character, <laughs> I guess we like because she's the main character <laughs> or whatever. But... <laughs> yeah yeah other than that it's like yeah nothing is too yeah there's no reason like, to like specific. anyone it's uh the, the only like 
There was one or two times when Mary Elizabeth Winstead spoke where she had kind of a southern accent, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And the only reference to it is when they're trying to leave, even though the weather's really bad, the demo doesn't know we're getting out of here. And she goes out to the car with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and they sit in the car, and she hands her this, this brush, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's like, what's this for? It's like, oh, are, you, yeah. are you serious? And she like gets out, and it's just for scraping the snow off the the, the, the windscreen. Uh, but as she's doing, she's like, oh, stupid and entitled, privileged, uh, southern bitch, or something <laughs> like that, she says. Um, uh, that gave me a minor chuckle, but th- th- that's yeah. that's her whole character. That is, the ex- She's worried about things, and she comes from a rich family. That is her entire character. It's also kind of weird. Like, I, I don't really know much about fraternities and sororities or, or something, but isn't part of the reason why you join one is because, you know, like you're around like similar minded people and you're all kind of like, you know, like get along and are friends and have similar interests like this. It feels like people are all over the place. Like, you know, you have someone's like an alcoholic, someone's just obsessed with, like with their phone. And then someone is like a weird, like religious person. And then another was just like a weird nerd. It's like, uh, it seems like a very varied, uh, Sorority. Yeah, a group of misfits, she might say. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, there's like a brief moment where they think the boyfriend who snuck in the house uh, is maybe the killer, but that that's like it goes nowhere because it's very quickly there's other killings, and it's like, nah, it couldn't be him because this, this, and this. Uh, you know, the one girl gets killed outside. In fact, the, the girl gets killed. Uh, I don't know, it's Den Molly gets killed outside. Yeah, uh, it's that icicle. <laughs> she gets the icicle kill. It's basically the, uh, the, the Blood Diner kill without the rock. Um, oh, right, but right, uh, right. with an icicle this time where it just falls on her head the killer just gets lucky and the icicle lands on her head uh, because Mary Elizabeth Winstead's death really kind of shit she just got, like the old, you don't really see anything you just see like blood splatter the windscreen inside, from inside the car there's not really much to oh, yeah. it uh, there's, there's a few deaths like that where you don't really see much it's just kind of a quick thing and it's like oh okay I guess they're dead now <clears throat> yeah I, I like the kind of the ones that are more like up close and like when you see like the scenes of him like or uh, i guess maybe her uh when she's like pulling like eyeballs out of their sockets like that's the kind of shit that <laughs> i like that that felt like very like brutal and gross and <laughs> everything i like and, uh, the, the one kind of creepy moment i kind of like is when she's actually popping up like, the, the tiles in the bathroom and she's like yeah, looking through these little tail cool. holes um uh, the eye just sort of looking through that looked kind of creepy. So I'll give I'll give a little bit of credit where a little bit is due. Uh, yeah. And it, it is kind of just funny where it's like, oh man, this person just seems to, like really comfortable like living on the inside of the house. Like they can just kind of like scurry about like anywhere under the floor, over the you know through the walls, whatever. So much space in the floor in this movie. Uh, but like you said, the back half of the movie is basically them just going to run the house with flashlights like, like they're in Scooby-Doo, just being yeah. nervous and on their own. It's kind of like, um, to an extent, what I was criticizing. Remember that scene in Stream 3 where they're all together and they're all terrified of the oh, killer? Yeah, it's yeah. like, why? You're all together and like some of you are armed even. Um, yeah. These characters aren't armed, admittedly, but like, I don't know, the way they're sort of sneaking around all together and they're like, oh, we should go up in the attic and they do and the, the boyfriend immediately gets killed. They, like, he gets pulled up and like, you know, sacked uh, with a bag over his head and then, <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's basically it. He's dead. Uh, bashed in the head as well, yeah. I think. Yeah, like honestly, if everyone, I, I mean, I guess they have the, the whole thing where they're trying to find their friend. Uh, so I, I guess that's a little bit of the um, motivation 
But, I mean, really, they probably all would have been fine if they kind of just all sat in the living room, like maybe grab some type of weapon just in case someone comes down, but then, yeah, just wait for the <laughs> police to show up. Yeah, just back-to-back uh, -back in the living room. Just all sit back-to-back -back in a circle yeah. uh, then, with weapons. And, then, uh, and it's kind of funny because you kind of think that the movie is done uh, at some point, <laughs> but then there's like this whole like last little act in the hospital. Well, it had to be yeah. because they set up the Billy that left the asylum and he never showed up. The only killer in the house the whole movie was uh, was Agnes. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, because... Billy uh, shows up in the the attic at some point, because like they both remember like like she's stuck in the wall and they ha they have like uh, like both of them are like crawling like up at her from like one side to the other. And oh, I, okay, yeah, right, you're right. Okay, he showed up at the house eventually. You're right. And like but, like like right at the end, that like that last little part. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, what like uh, she says something like uh, like oh like you. Your brother, like, uh, your brother's not here, or, or whatever, and she's like, "No, my daddy is." <laughs> <laughs> quality line there, quality line. Um, and, and I, and I like, I think there's like some like, the like the whole reason why they're where they're doing this. I think it's when uh, maybe uh, I think the boyfriend is like telling the flashback or something. He says like, "Oh, like, that's like Billy thought that's how you show love, like." Because, you know, he, he sees his mother kill, uh, you know, whatever, the dad in the beginning. And I, I guess you're supposed to think that he just registers that as like, oh, that's how you show love <laughs> or whatever. So then that's what eventually he does to his, uh, you know, mom and stuff. And it, uh, it shows how little the phone calls matter in this because it's just oh, a, sure. <laughs> it's just these answering machine like messages that are left and they're just like saying oh he belongs in my family now she belongs in my family now and you know some yeah. other nonsense that makes very little sense uh the hospital stuff at the end because the only survivors from the house uh who because there is this ridiculous over the top bit where even like they're inside the walls and like kate Cass has to crawl through the yeah. hole and it's a whole thing but they end up accidentally setting fire uh, on their way out and the only two survivors are kate cassidy and the older sister claire's older sister claire's older sister though, however dies at the hospital she gets her neck snapped uh yeah. by uh, was it agnes they stabbed her neck or was it i think Billy? it was i think it was agnes i think it was agnes yeah uh but Agnes gets uh, def defibrillated in the head, I think. So she dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, Kate Cassidy's on the run. And what I thought was weird here is that Billy's chasing Kate Cassidy through a hallway in a hospital. And she, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> she runs past like three people, like three doctors and some nurses or whoever. And this guy just keeps following her. And at no point do they think, huh, I wonder if we should like, intervene or try and like catch that patient who's like running away erratically. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um yeah cause she she like you know knocks over a bunch of like medical supplies and the guy's kind of like hey what are you doing but like instead of uh you know stopping the weird demented guy that's like chasing this woman he, he kind of just seems to be like annoyed that all this stuff fell over which i thought yes. was funny but I, I think my big question though is um I, I think they both wake up in the morgue so the, like did people just think that they were dead billy and agnes like i guess so did they play that <laughs> like how how do you but, how do you trick the coroner exactly like <laughs> yeah like you think they would have you know like done stuff like checked heart rates and uh -huh. <laughs> like made sure that 
it, it, it seems very suspicious that they would, you know, it maybe if you make one mistake, fine, but like two is seems like a little much. And then again, I like that, you know, they're just two people that are comfortable, like moving around the insides of buildings because like Billy comes through like the panel of the hospital into a, you know, the, the woman's room or whatever. So it's like, I've actually, I think I figured out why you like this so much. <laughs> what other movie could we think of where the killer is hiding in the walls and coming out through panels? I, you know, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. That's uh-huh. a, <laughs> such an original concept. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if uh, any other movie has duplicated that. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's just say Brahms is uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> but <clears throat> this is a, a different take on it for sure. The idea of the, the killer look, uh, living inside. Uh, which uh, Have you heard about that new M. Night Shyamalan uh, Servant? Apple? Yeah. 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 <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like the creators of the boy have a case for that. <laughs> uh, that that is very boy like. Uh, yeah, which me, means uh, me and Connor are going to be looking at the first episode this week, so we'll see. Or in fact, oh, by the time this goes up, we'll already have done it. So go check out a review. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I would watch it if I knew how the hell to. <laughs> uh, I, Apple Plus. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Apple Plus, baby. Apple so, Plus. Do I? Do I need a computer for that? Like, not necessarily. I, I think there's an app for uh, Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Sticks. If you've got one of those, no. <laughs> or if you got an Apple TV, obviously. Uh, where you do have an Apple TV? I don't have it set up yet, though. But uh, yeah. all, all these uh, things are confusing. But uh, of course, you got to talk about. Uh, Billy's death here. Come on. Oh yeah, it's so convenient that the big tree at the bottom <laughs> of the staircase uh, happens to have uh, a big pointy, like you know, topper on it. This big pointy, sharp topper, because Kay Cassidy is able to just luckily kind of like reverse his momentum and throw him over the, the stairs. Uh, he goes down this big flight of stairs and lands on top of the tree, and then <laughs> we for the, the third or fourth time in the movie we hear. And it's the credits roll. That's it. And movie's over. Mercifully. Is that? I mean, is that a complaint for you that the Christmas movie has Christmas music in it? No, no. I just overused that one a little bit. I don't mean the Christmas music in general. I thought it fit the scene perfectly. I bet you did. I bet you did. Yeah, so this was a, the, a prequel to The Boy. This was a spiritual prequel to The Boy uh, in a number of ways. Uh, no wonder Tim liked it. That's all I'm saying. Hell yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's like, I'm not going to try to say it's necessarily a good movie, but I, heck, I had fun when I watched it. I think it's so crazy and over the top uh, that, yeah, I, I think there is fun to be had if you like cheesy movies and um i i yeah i'll agree you know the characters are flat you know maybe it could have been more interesting if he gave him a little more personality or <clears throat> you know and uh but i i do like the kills uh yeah there's some that like you don't really see enough of that would have been more fun but you know there's other ones that are cool with yeah like you know putting the bag over the head and stabbing people and stabbing someone with like a sharpened candy cane and 
you know, dragging people away in Christmas lights, icicles going through the head, uh, you know, falling through a Christmas tree. There's like, you know, fun Christmas kills in this. There's that, a couple. Uh, there's a couple of decent ones. The, the tree at the end will give you, the icicle will give yeah. you. Some of the other ones, just, they're just shot so quick and like blinking you'll sure. miss it that I just, I feel like the, the impact is lost, but. That's fair. Yeah. It, it yeah, could have been better, but um, yeah, at least, uh, hey, I at least had fun, <laughs> which, uh, what else do you want this holiday season? Come on. <laughs> okay, well, what are you rating it then, Tim? Put us out of misery. <laughs> well, uh, I think I, I must have been a, a good little boy this year because Santa came and gifted me with this uh, movie that I would say is not a chunk of coal, but rather uh, a nice little a nice little present <laughs> that I, I unwrapped last night. You know, much to uh, you know the. <laughs> much to the chagrin of old St. Nick himself, who probably would have wanted me to wait until uh, December 25th to mm-hmm. watch it. But I just, I simply could not wait because I just had to get my present and unwrap it as early as possible. Cause I knew that I was, you know, such a good little boy all year that I've, you know, dutifully watched. Oh, get to the F and uh, point him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll give it a a six point five. I think it's a it's a it's a five. It's a cheesy mess, but it's a really fun one, especially if you want like a a Christmas horror movie that doesn't really take it, itself seriously, but yeah, it feels trashy and, and sleazy, but in a, in a good entertaining way. Watch it with some friends, have a few drinks. Hey, maybe have yourself a couple of eggnogs. Why not? Give them the spirit. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, don't compare it to the original at all. They're you know two very different beasts for sure. If if you want like a legitimately good uh, crafted movie, then yeah, go watch the original. But if you just want a fun cheesy mess, uh, I I think this this uh, this works. It's <laughs> it fits. So four out of ten. All right. So um, <laughs> that'll wrap up uh, our Black Christmas discussion here at Screws After Midnight. Uh, the first of our Christmas episodes. Uh, we got a few coming your way. The, the the vote for this month was a Christmas vote, so we're recording this in advance, so I don't know what the winner is yet, but uh, that's coming. Uh, we also have uh, the new Black Christmas that's coming out, the new Bloomhouse uh, sort of reboot of it, which it looks like a very different film indeed. Uh, so that's going to be coming soon in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, we have at least one other Christmas film on top of those as well. So, uh, that's, what, so that's what we vote for black christmas another one so there's three and then there's also the exclusive patreon episode which will also be a christmas movie so in total that's four christmas horror movies after this one this year so we're making up for the fact that i think we only did like two last year because for some reason last year we were slacking at christmas and i don't know why but this year it's all christmas all the time baby until new year's and then new year's uh in fact no joe's coming at the end of the year tim I don't know. <laughs> Our top 50 horror movies of the decade. Because we're at the end of the decade. Uh, cool. <laughs> I've already started working on mine. Like a good little boy. So. <laughs> well, that reminds me of one movie that'll be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to have that far too high, Tim. I already know it. I don't even have to think about it. I can tell you right now it's not going to be on my list at all. But... Uh, that's okay. Uh, so yes, uh, yeah. Look forward to all the content. Uh, you can let us know what you thought of Black Christmas 2006 in the comments below. Like and subscribe. Ding the bell on YouTube to make sure you get notifications. You can, of course, uh, ding sub- the sleigh bell. 
you could support us by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a review. Helps where people find us. It's a really good way of supporting us and, and helping us. Obviously, sharing us out on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, if you want to support us financially, though, and get some bonuses for your trouble, you can do patreon.com slash TV and support us with a dollar for a month, which I did say in the middle. Um, and once again, thank you to Tyler for being our sponsor of Screams After Midnight. Um, and hey, if you uh, you know if you're stuck and don't know uh, what gift to give the scream lover in your life, why not get a, a ye old scream T-shirt or hoodie yeah. or bag or whatever the hell they sell? There's link. There's links to the Spreadshirt UK and Spreadshirt US stores in the description. If you want a Screams After Midnight shirt, which I'm actually wearing a Screams After Midnight shirt right now, but I've got the red uh, jumper slash sweater on over it because it's Christmassy. So yeah, you got uh, your Billy cosplay on. <laughs> shut up uh so that is uh that is that uh otherwise look out for the content coming from um, Alphas tv of course we have the science fiction movie podcast the atomic cinema experiment that i do with tara that comes out every week so check that out uh me matt and connor do the dc comics podcast comics from the multiverse so check that out if you're interested in comic books uh but otherwise that is uh that's us so thank you for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys Merry Christmas, and we will see you next time.